0: I was like, yeah, it's actually short for Dustin. (laughs) And they were like, oh, it's very Stampede. And I was like, minus the fact it's my name 365 days of the year.
1: (laughs) Your parents were such a fan of Stampede that they were like, that's
0: name is Dustin. (laughs) I I was born with, like, spitting distance to the Stampede grounds, practically. So maybe, I don't know.
1: (laughs) Stampede wasn't going on during your birthday, though.
0: No, it was, like, a month later, so... Ugh. I don't know. I think my dad just thought he was having boys, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it suits me. It's fine. It
1: does. <laughs> you know, I never thought I'd meet another uh, woman, Dusty, but I work with a Dusty. Was, oh, like, really? And But she doesn't. You do the I, she does the Y. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I most other for Dustin I think it's just dusty I
0: think it's just I've met a lot of other dusties that spell it with a Y and yeah I'm the only Dustin that's a girl I've met (laughs) dusties that are boys but it's short for Dustin but yeah I love it I do too it
1: works (laughs) caused you a little bit of grief but you know
0: (laughs) hi we're calling for Mr. Dustin I'm like oh I'm so sorry to tell you he died (laughs) Like, my cousin, one of my cousins is, like, very conservative and was, like, going off about pronouns and, like, on resumes and stuff. And I was, like, do do you realize that, like, I use them and it's, like, really helpful because I am a she-her and my name's Dustin? And he just, like, looked at me and I was, like, yeah, I get mis- like, misgendered all the time before it was even, like, in, like, a big popular talking yeah. point. He's like, oh, well, <laughs> I never thought about it like that. And I was like, yeah, maybe you should, like, fucking uh, stop being a dick. <laughs> like, I was like, I work with people dick. online that never see my face. Like, I would like to not be misgendered and then assume that I'm a man. <laughs> people that would, like, reach out to me, I would even appreciate a they-them pronoun until they know for sure. Because I... I, since I was a kid, I always hated being called a boy. Like it always really upset me just because of what my name was. so i I like remember getting in a huge fight with my parents and being like yelling at them, like, why would you give me such a horrible name? Because I was trying to get into this program and they wouldn't accept me because I kept trying to go into the girls' dorms, and they were oh. like, no, it has you have to be in the in the boys' dorms. And I was like, "But I'm a girl, like. It was, oh. It was so, fr- and I remember like screaming at my parents and my dad being like, change your name then. No, I just want to be <laughs> mad about it.
2: See, just I like- know. <laughs> like,
0: if you want to change your name, I'll drive you into the place and you can pick a new name and change your name and I'll pay for it. And I was like, why, why you got to call me out like that?
1: <laughs> <you> reasonable? <laughs> right? I was like,
0: but then I would have to like pick a new name and like, that's a lot, that's of, pressure. A lot of pressure. So, would you, you know.
1: If you could. I know, like,
0: I have no idea. Now
1: you're like, oh, you've embraced Dusty. But... I've embraced
0: it, yeah. This was when I was like, I think I was like twelve or thirteen, yeah. I don't, I don't, I can't think of another name that would like suit me. No. I would just go, I would go by a symbol. That is silent, so nobody could talk to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the artist formerly known as Dusty. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: they'd be like calling me, and I'd be like, um, you're not pronouncing my name properly. It is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> which means don't talk, me. <laughs> don't talk to me.
0: Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. And then uh, I'd like tell my children, you have to call me by my name. It is <laughs> and
1: just keep repeating my name over and over and over. I know. Be quiet. If I took a
0: shot for every time my kid said mom, I would die. <laughs>
1: I would have alcohol
0: poisoning <laughs> by 10 a.m.
1: On that note, you know, On I have no idea from that, but, um, <laughs>
0: it, it was, it was a little
1: side trip. <laughs> it's Cleanism. okay. We like to, It's our brand. Um, our brand. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, today we are going to listen to a talk. Well, we're not going to listen to her talking, but we're going to listen to me telling the words of Sherry Doo. Oh. <laughs> uh, listeners, if you don't know who Sherry Do is, she is a, last like 30 years or so, she's been like the token, oh, we have a woman in power in mm-hmm. the. You know, because she's the CEO of Desert Book. She was the CEO there when she still that is. I looked it up just just before we started recording, just to make sure. But yeah. she's still the CEO of Desert Book, and she, um yeah, I don't know. She's always been kind of just. She was like Relief Society president for a while. Yeah, at
0: one point, she's General just like Ford. the epitome of like a good Mormon woman. Like everybody knows her name, and like
1: she's written yeah. books. Yeah, every book that she writes, the women, the Mormon women, just yeah. Eat it.
0: My mom had a lot of her stuff. Yeah. 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 These are the books so, I didn't read in her house. I was never that desperate. <laughs> that
1: says a lot, cause like you, you like to read. So. I know if
0: I don't have a stack of comfort books, it's
1: not, it's not <laughs> good. It's not good. So this is from a devotional that she gave at BYU Hawaii, and I, I have condensed it, but it's still pretty long. But probably anyway, we'll see. All right, so it already starts off kind of cringy. She's like, <laughs> okay. no. "My dear brothers and sisters, aloha," which I'm just like, "Okay, you're white, so that's a <laughs> it's like it's culture, but like I." But uh, they're anyway. in
0: Hawaii, so yeah I, don't know.
1: yeah. I love BYU Hawaii, and I'm thrilled to be back. I pray that the spirit of the Lord will teach you today, so that you hear what the Lord wants you to hear. 20 years ago, I was named the new president and CEO of Deseret Book. Oh, it was 20 years ago. I was close. I said 20 or 30. So. Yeah, you did. Yeah.
0: yeah. Ah, Look anyway. at you.
1: Anyway, uh, CEO of Deseret Book Company, which was facing stiff challenges. <laughs> stiff. The company had been losing a lot of money and every part of his... I'm a child. It's okay. The company had been losing a lot of money and every part of its business was being disrupted. I knew nothing about turning a company around and was in way over my head. A few months into my job, President Gordon B. Hinckley, who, which, who I used to love until...
0: I know. So he was my to, favorite. <laughs> I know. I'm right there with you where I'm like, oh, baby Dusty, come on.
1: Yeah. Uh, he had appointed me to this position and called me to his office to ask how things were going. I described the problems I was uncovering and said, President, I don't think I'm smart enough to turn this company around. I wish I were smarter. To which he instantly responded, Sherry, I wish you were smarter too. What? <laughs> and it's supposed to be like this cute little anecdote of like, oh, he called me stupid, but like...
0: <laughs> but like, thinking <laughs> back as like a little Mormon, I'd have been like, yeah, you probably did say that. You, He does wish you were... Sm-
1: <laughs> oh he's my so God. Cute. He's a cute little old man who just says funny things sometimes.
0: That are super problematic.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. After he finished laughing, he said, are you smart enough to hire smart people? I thought for a moment and said, yes, I can do that. Well, then go hire the brains. He said, hire people you trust who will make you smarter.
0: Uh. So explain to me how the president of, oh, it's because it's the corporation. The corporation of the church, who he's the president of, the prophet is. Yeah. Then can yep. hire for the corporate. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, I had, to, I had to say that out loud for a second. No, that's fine. Literally. That's good
1: because there's probably listeners that don't. Yeah. But, yeah. So uh, the Deseret book is owned by the church, but it's not... <laughs> Same same but different like it's they were I was always told that like yes we're owned by the church but we not are not the church so it's like the church the corporation owns the corporation that is Desert Book so a fancy roundabout way of saying hey this is our bookstore. (laughs)
0: It's like when a soccer team has Chevrolet across their chests.
1: And there's still the epitome of like when you think of a Mormon bookstore Desert Book there is Siegel Book, Book but like that one's and that's owned by the church also.
0: Oh I didn't even know that okay.
1: But it's um they're like separate.
0: Anyway. I have only ever I think because in Cardston we have like the Cardston Bookstore like a mini Deseret book or whatever. Oh yeah. It's all I've ever been exposed to.
1: And I know there's only Deseret books in like there is one in Canada. I think there's a couple in Canada and then there's yeah like, like
0: the Cardston Bookstore like I think it's technically like a because it has all the Deseret book merchandise oh, in yeah. it so. I no. think it technically is, but it's called something else, probably for tax reasons. Oh, probably.
1: Uh, and then there's some in California, and there's some in Arizona, Utah, obviously, a bajillion in there, Washington, I think.
0: Yeah. Like, I remember right. when we got new scriptures, we take them into the bookstore and get, like, our names.
1: Girl, I got so oh. good at that. I was the... Mm, I was Yeah?
0: The,
1: yes. I'm going to say I'm gonna, I was the queen of that, because, like... <laughs> <laughs> but
0: did you look at like a 17 year old girl and make sure that it was bumped up enough so she could put her married name underneath of it because that's how my oh, scriptures yes. were always done
1: so yep people would ask for specifically for that actually yeah <laughs> yeah
0: my i remember with scriptures my dad got me new scriptures when i was like 16 and he like told me he was like i made sure that they had name for your married name yep. i'm like cool yeah, they make me the butt of every joke for getting married at 18. So, okay.
1: Weird. I wonder oh. why you ended up getting wonder married. wonder why
0: I you. was groomed to get married at 18.
1: <laughs> so weird.
0: They Came did the, the network, best they could like, at the time. It's fine. It's fine. Yes, I'm yes. over it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> I don't think you are over it, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other
0: podcast episode. <laughs>
1: Uh, in essence, President Hinckley was saying, Sherry, you probably aren't smart enough to turn Desert Book around by yourself, but if you'll hire smart people and listen to them, you can do it.
0: He could have said it in a nicer way.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, you I mean, didn't have smarter, to call her yeah. stupid, but whatever. Okay.
1: Uh, that conversation with President Hinckley reminds me of something the actor John Wayne used to say. Life is hard, but it's harder if you're stupid. So John Wayne's also very problematic, but, you know, whatever. Um,
2: uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> fun fact, he's one of my dad's favorite. Seriously, are any of us smart enough to maneuver this confusing world alone? Without help from those who are smarter, the future looks downright scary. (laughs) So in a world filled with billions of conflicting voices, where do we turn for the smartest help? With permission from President Russell M. Nelson and Elder Brent H. Nelson, I relate an instructive experience. In 2014, then Elder... You can't just call him Elder Russell M. Nelson. You have to... Anyway... (laughs) Uh, Then Elder Russell M. Nelson chaired the Missionary Executive Council, or MEC. One day in the MEC, uh, sorry, this is like a sidetrack, but did you know that they have, I think we've talked about this before, but MTC, you can do home MTC now? Yeah. Drives me nuts. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and I hear MEC, it changes to mech in my head, and that's Mountain Equipment Co-op, so I'm just going to be thinking of them all with, like, big backpacks on now, so... (laughs)
1: <laughs> fine. Well, it's fine. That's probably better than whatever this is. So, uh, <laughs> it's a like Canadian
0: in me that's like, oh, Viking, backpack.
1: camping. <laughs> okay. uh, the maple is calling. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the mountains.
1: Is that a moose? I hear. Ah. <laughs> the Messiah. <laughs> that's a religion I could get behind. We should probably. That's what we need we to should
0: do. Start a religion that like.
1: Messiah. Yeah.
0: The Messiah is coming. And he will trample your car. He gives no fucks.
1: <laughs> okay, so one day in the MEC, uh Elder Nelson held up his smartphone. I can't imagine him having a smartphone. I feel like he's like one of those old like he just doesn't he uses his like the wrongest finger ever, like the ring finger and it's like, like... <laughs> or, like, he, or like, holds it with one hand and, then like, scrolls with the other, like, these. Or, like, and, they, I can't, you can't see my hands. But, like, just, yeah. like. <laughs> yeah.
0: And has the font so big.
1: So big. Cause he's like,
0: my my old. mom asked me to check a message for one time on her phone. And I opened it. I was like, oh, good lord. Why is it so massive? I know. I was That's like, whoa. Yeah. What if, like. Your husband sent you, like, a naughty text message that people three rows back can see it. (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, well, I don't wave it around. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't have to with a font that big.
1: (laughs) Yeah, everybody in, like, the nosebleed section can see you.
0: (laughs) Right. oh, what's
1: what's that all about? What?
0: Time is <laughs> dinner.
1: Uh, I wonder if he's an Android or smart or iPhone user.
0: I, I feel can... like the church is invested in Apple, so it's probably an oh. iPhone. I think I read that somewhere. Barf. Don't fact check me, but I'm pretty sure they've invested in Apple.
1: <laughs> All right, no, was, I'm <laughs> familiar. But okay, he guess he could be in the Cool Kid Club. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> still, all will use Blackberries. Uh, you, yeah, <laughs> all the listeners who are Android users are like, "Well, fuck this podcast." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Android users still can be cool you. too. You guys can change like your font stuff. I know, <laughs> yeah. I know, uh, way better.
1: Yeah, you can change it to how you want it to be it's well i like my straightforward iphone okay i, know. I, I like, like
0: that it connects with my laptop and my watch and my phone and my tv it's
1: all integrated it's a smart phone yeah android yeah. i just i have to be smarter
0: yeah i would i would never I, i'd be like i'm not learning <laughs> this i am at the age where nope i'm done even when i get updates on my iphone i'm like what? why why, why, did are you
1: change, why did you change the layout? I was comfortable where I was, okay? Right, yeah.
0: That's
1: it. <laughs> so he, put his, he held his smartphone up and said, we need to put these into the hands of every missionary. This was in 2014, remember? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you can imagine the discussion that ensued about all the challenges missionaries with smartphones would create. But in time, the MEC began <laughs> allowing missionaries in a few test missions to carry iPads or smartphones. So my, I remember on my mission, the only people that could have, they were the flip phones. So it wasn't even like, 향? what could you do? Anyway, I'm old. Anyway. Um. <gasps>
0: Would <When do So, laughs> you have to text and you're just like, to get one letter? Yeah. Oh, I was so fast at T9 texting though, man. I I got really
1: good at it because I had the little keyboard one. Oh
0: yeah, the slippity slippity. Yeah. My first phone was like a Motorola flip phone. And I was like, and it was, you had to be, like, so fast because you were, like, charged per letter on your text messages. And I only had a, yeah, very succinct. And I had, like, a pay-as-you-go because my parents were like, we're not getting a plan for you because you're ridiculous. Oh, and then so then eventually you could get, like, unlimited texting. And for whatever reason, my dad had, like, itemized billing. So he has teenage daughters and he would get, like, parcels for his bill because it was every single text message that we had sent for the month and we sent like thousands of text messages and he was like I he's like looking through and he's like half of these are just like lol what the hell is going on <laughs> I remember he, like called like the cell phone company and was like I don't want this <laughs> It's hundreds of pages <laughs> of like, what are you doing later? Nothing. How about you? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> What's the homework? Remember. Oh, man. Sorry. This is way off the right. No,
1: yeah. No, it is on topic, but off topic. But the So the only uh, missionaries that could have phones, they're the flip phones, uh, were the assistance to the president and maybe i think some of the zone leaders had some had them but i don't know
0: heaven forbid missionaries have a way of contacting people and not being completely isolated on their mission and yeah
1: well and also it was oh man it would have been so nice to be able to like call people before an appointment and be like hey are you still good to go instead of biking Yeah, out to wherever, and then uh, them not
0: showing up or whatever.
1: Not answering the door, not showing up, whatever. So, you know, brilliant. Then Elder Arislon Nielsen, had this idea in 2014. I was like, um, I thought of that in 2008. So, every problem the MEC predicted happened, but Elder. Nelson never wavered in his conviction that missionaries could be taught to use the internet righteously and they should have smartphones, right? The tests continued. And over the next few years, more and more missionaries received phones. Wasn't there just recently that missionary that got in trouble for child pornography? (laughs)
0: Yeah, no, he was soliciting a minor. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. They busted him. So just these problems has always existed. They've just changed how they exist. Like, I know of a missionary that like accosted a young girl in like a co-closet. And, you know, things happen. These people yeah. will always exist. So it's just in just a different d- way now.
1: Different tools for it to happen. And if yeah. a predator is going to predate, <laughs> pray, <yeah>. pray. Pre- <laughs> if a predator is going to attack, we'll look at that. <laughs> if a predator is going to attack, then they're going to attack. You know, like they're going to. <laughs> They have that. They have that. <laughs> We're smart.
0: We are. I, wasn't it you that sent me the meme that was like, if you ever are struggling with language, just say, I can't remember the word in English. And you'll just.
2: Oh, yeah. I was like,
0: I'm so using that. What is it in English? It's. Uh, it's uh... <laughs> <laughs> So you look like you're just bilingual instead of actually an idiot.
1: <laughs> I love it. Now, fast forward to January of 2020, which we don't want to speak of that year at mm. all, but, you know, it's fine. Mm-mm. Right before the I know <laughs> that month, President, she emphasized President Russell M. Nelson, <laughs> now President of the Church, authorized every missionary worldwide to have a smartphone. Then, just weeks later, the pandemic shut down the world and proselyting as we knew it stopped. Elder Brent H. Nelson, then Executive Director of the Missionary Department, has, was initially concerned that baptisms might drop to nearly zero. Oh, horror. But they didn't. Inspired missionaries working from their apartments found and baptized 125,000 people in 2020, largely because they had smartphones. This is why we have missionaries hitting up people on Facebook, being like, "Hey girl, hey bestie." I
0: hate it so much. Like, they'll go into like Facebook Marketplace and be like, "For sale, a Book of Mormon and a monster," and you're like, "Oh my God, no!"
1: Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to go a little off the rails for a second because... Hey, that's okay, what we're here for. So, Book of Mormon. Also, let's give them a caffeinated drink. Bad things. <laughs> also, have you heard that lady that goes off on how the monster symbol is like the 666?
0: No, something? what? Oh,
1: oh, oh man. I wish I could... Okay, you'll have to look it up because okay. it's wild. Also... I um... mean, we
0: do have an underdrink here called Beaver Buzz, so... <laughs> um,
1: tracks actually for um, for Canada so
0: <laughs> yeah you'll see them in like marketplace like free Book of Mormon and a side of a discussion and you're like oh fuck yeah. off
1: <laughs> also can we get receipts on 125,000 people yeah. that got baptized and um, like <laughs> are they still in it
0: <laughs> yeah right exactly uh, but how affects. many people left the church during the pandemic
1: Exactly. Yeah. So many people. So many. Uh, they still talk about it. How it's like put such a. The people have just realized that like, well, we can do church at home, or we just don't need church.
0: Like, yeah. You can have your own spirituality without people telling you how to pray or what to learn about. Like, yeah. you can have a relationship with God without having do all of these things that the church tells you you have to do.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Uh, says Elder Nelson, I quickly learned the Lord had prepared us for this day. Prophets can see around corners. That's the title of this talk, by the way.
0: Prophets prophet can see, can see, round see around
1: corners. corners. I can see around corners, too, bitch. I just turned my fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: is, like... What is it she uses on Jurassic Park? It's like a ladle to, like, look and see where oh, the raptor is. Yeah. <laughs> Russell and Nelson, like, Ooh, whoa, air part part oh, oh, here comes the smartphones.
1: It's pandemic. Oh, but we know, okay, so, also, there's a pandemic, but, and the prophet can see around corners, but he, but he did not see that many, shit coming. He did not yeah. see the pandemic coming, he didn't see, and also... Why didn't you start investing in like a vaccine? Yeah, yeah, a vaccine, yeah. Yeah, let's start. Well, it's
0: because unpopular opinions. A lot of like Mormons don't believe in vaccines. Ugh. Not not all of them, but I know I know a fair amount of Mormons that are anti-vax. So
1: Ammon, who does not exist. Ammon explained how prophets see around corners. A seer can know of things <laughs> which are to come, and by them all shall all things be revealed, and hidden things shall come to light, and things which are not known shall be made known by them.
0: I feel like this is uh, a perfect time to quote some, like, Lord of the Rings thing of, like,
1: yeah.
0: a wizard is never late. He arrives exactly when he...
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a... Like,
0: oh. He's also <laughs> not a real person. Like, Gandalf is also a fictional character, so... Yeah, yeah. Uh, prophets see
1: things we cannot see because the Lord does nothing, but He revealeth His secret unto His servants, the prophets. Yet yeah, we believe in—they believed in uh, personal revelation. So uh, it's just—it's
0: so contradictory. It's yep. so contradictory because I know so many people that were like, "Oh, the prophet said this during the pandemic," but I've had personal revelation that blah blah blah. Like it's—it's it's so dangerous too to have a religion. I was listening to a podcast about this. It wasn't even like an Exmo or anything podcast, but they were talking about how dangerous it is for a religion to say that they have personal revelation because it can create people this gray space where they can do whatever they want and claim that God told them to. And it's yep. very problematic. I wish I could remember what podcast it is. I'll have to think about it.
1: Well, that's where you get people like the who the... What was that under the banner heaven? People, mm-hmm. you get those people that are saying, Yeah, God told me to do this. So, I mean, yeah, I
0: and they it. even referenced the Lafferty family saying, like, they had personal revelation and the church backs them up. And they touched on like Lori Vallow, she had personal revelation and the church says that that's a thing. And so, you are basically having these like church endorsed people committing heinous crimes. Because of personal because revelation. God
1: told them. Because
0: God told them to.
1: Which is almost but then they and then they point and laugh at people that are saying, Oh well, Satan made me do it kind of thing. But because so yeah. it's only so if it's backed by the church then it's personal revelation. If it's not backed right. by the church, then it's Satan. It was Satan. Yeah. <laughs> we were
0: led astray by Satan's led influence. Astray. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's interesting. The gray it does cause a gray area. I hadn't thought about that.
0: Because uh, to this day, as far as I know, I haven't checked into it, but I don't see the church coming out and stating anything about Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell. I know Chad Daybell was excommunicated, but that was because he was, I can't remember, I think he like claimed to be something that he's not, and the church like distanced himself mm-hmm. from him. I would have to look that up. We might have to just edit that part out, because I actually have no receipts for that. But, <laughs> but as far as I know, to this day, the church has never stood up and said people like Lori Vallow are not. Yeah. They have not we embrace either. like they, and unfortunately there's these pockets of these people that are like doomsday preppers mm-hmm. that are exactly who the church wants to have because they're so like obsessed with it and they pay extra tithing and they have all the, like the food storage. And it's like this little tiny, like almost like a militia in their back pocket that would do anything in the name of God and that's terrifying.
1: This is why prophets make us smarter than any other leaders or influencers on earth. Mm-hmm. Prophets help us see dangers we cannot yet see at sea and um, opportunities we can't even imagine. So listen to prophets over doctors and scientists and oh, you know that Oh my god. So,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah, become completely reliant on an individual. On yeah, yeah, don't listen to professionals, don't listen to science. Listen to this one man. Who can see the future. It's it's so
1: fucking 90 years old. So like, uh,
0: right. Yeah. Who believed smartphones were the future in
1: 2014.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Thanks for showing up.
1: Okay. She says, I have experienced this myself in the October, 1998 general conference. President Gordon B Hinckley admonished members to get out of debt. I do remember, like, Sherry Dew and Gordon B. Hinckley had this weird, like, they were very,
0: not like, like a, a... work marriage, almost.
1: Yeah, it just felt yeah. very, like, they were, went hand in hand, kind of, mm-hmm. like, especially when you, when I think of 2000-whatever, when Gordon B. Hinckley, like, when I think of Gordon B. Hinckley, I think of Sherry Dew t- also, you know, like, yeah. Thomas Monson
0: Yeah, they like, were like, very, like in the same yeah. sphere like they were probably pretty good friends i would imagine and yeah. they're like casual life
1: also i remember distinctly one of my co-workers at desert book saying she was on a rant and she was like oh so we can't get a raise but sherry do could have a thousand dollar power suit she's like i know where she shops i know those things cost a thousand dollars oh yeah <laughs> she's not
0: going to di to pick up a oh. secondhand power suit that's for sure oh
1: i felt that i should have pay off my home, but my accountant told me that I was crazy to even think about it because the interest rate on my mortgage was, was so low. Nonetheless, I decided to take President Hinckley at his word and just do it. It took some scripting for several years, but I paid off the loan. Now skip ahead to the fall of 2008, exactly 10 years after President Hinckley's warning about debt, when the U.S. economy was suddenly plunged into a recession. I was still the CEO of Desert Book and our sales plummeted. I was worried sick about having saving jobs and frankly about saving the company." Just interesting because that's when I started working there. <laughs> I do kind of recall that.
0: Well, yeah, like the housing market crashed so yeah. horribly down there. I find it funny that like these profits can say things and then it doesn't matter what happens. It always goes back to, oh, they were right. They knew this was coming, as if mm-hmm. like market crashes don't happen all the time.
1: Gordon B. Hinkley could probably. Probably could have been very well versed in the economy. Anyway, like oh, he yeah. could have, who knows? I don't know what his job was, but well,
0: they have he, such like, a huge portfolio, and they have all of these like experts who are like managing their stocks. I have a feeling they probably had a heads up that like, hey, things are not going great. Like
1: people would have been able to predict like, oh, this might happen in ten years.
0: Yeah, it's you know, not like God said to him, hey, there's gonna be a crash in ten years. This is what you need to tell your people. I think it was more of long legibly. Yeah, tell do to pay off her house, yeah. I think it more has to do with the fact that there's, there's like, a trend that happens in the yeah. stock market. Yeah,
1: that's how the uh, economy works.
0: Yeah. yeah, but don't listen to, like, your financial advisor. Definitely no.
1: Listen, no. To listen to the prophet who can profit. see around corners. Yeah,
0: and I also feel like 10 years, if unless she would like, just... Signed a mortgage, she probably was pretty close to paying it off anyways. If she had a low mortgage rate, but whatever, yeah. whatever. What do I know? Yeah. I don't know nothing. Yeah,
1: she's also making making six figures as a Seriously. CEO of Desert Book, so like, wasn't really that hard for her to pay. I mean, that just <laughs> she probably
0: she probably had to buy her power suits on sale, not pay full uh, price
1: for clearance. She's
0: wearing last
1: year's clearance. Oh, oh, oh no, Shame. such a sacrifice. Oh.
0: She said... <laughs> She is. how such, did she do it? She is so strong.
1: Oh <laughs> Oh, she probably went without. I don't know. She. Oh, she fasted. She fasted. She two probably mil- fasted. Three
0: two meals,
1: meals instead of two. Uh, but one evening, as I drove home with a pit in my stomach, it dawned on me that despite all the pressure I was under, I wasn't worried at all about myself. I owned my home and I owed no money, all because I had followed a prophet's counsel ten years earlier. Prophets help us see around corners. Two years ago, I saw President Russell M. Nelson see something I could not see. On September 17th, 2020, I was among those invited to a communications meeting with President Nelson. The, The pandemic was raging, and we suggested that President Nelson record a message of hope for church members. He told us to sprinkle a little fertilizer on that idea and bring it back to him the following week.
0: Sprinkle a little fertilizer?
1: It's just an old man saying It is
0: such an old man saying, but like, wasn't he like a lawyer? Like, I feel like he didn't work the (laughs) fields. Yeah. Anyways.
1: But then the very next day, President Nelson asked our group to meet with him again. He told us that our idea wasn't bad, but just wasn't right. During the night, he had received the impression that he should indeed record a message, but a message for the world, not just members. He said his message should be about gratitude and include a prayer for the world. He told us the exact exact day and time the video should be released, and even how long it should be. Oh, like he's like a CEO of a corporation and is just telling them what to do,
0: <laughs> like yeah, how to be. Yeah, like he, he just to took be. their idea and sat with it and like figured out what it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, he ha- let's do it this
1: way instead. Yeah, I had never heard President Nelson be so specific. specific be so specific about communication he's, details. He's
0: very specific about it.
1: Specifically about it. <laughs> but as he spoke, I knew I was witnessing a prophet actor on revelation. We assembled a team of videographers and others to fulfill President Nelson's instructions. If this group had relied on their own expertise, they would never have recommended a video as long as the one President Nelson specified. Nor would they have suggested releasing it on a Friday. <laughs> what? <No. laughs> that is the Jewish Sabbath. <laughs> but a prophet had spoken and we went to work. The result was hashtag give thanks video released on November 20, 2020. And the results? <laughs> Unprecedented. The video's reached dwarfed anything the church had ever released, especially to those not of our faith.
0: Isn't your Thanksgiving close to there? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't. It was It okay. wasn't like oh, the church's hashtag went viral. It's like every single American that was having Thanksgiving also used Give Thanks. Point. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to like. No, I was like, wait different. a second, yeah. wait a second, because it didn't go like I didn't see a lot of Give Thanks here as yeah. a Canadian
1: <laughs> in
0: November. In October we had lots of Give Thanks hashtags,
1: but yeah. it was unprecedented, Dusty. Um, yeah, I'm sure it was. Never in the history of the earth had so many people heard a prophet's voice. She says again, prophets see around not, the It's
0: so not cute. not even like when Noah like spoke to the entire population of the world because it was just his family on the ark. Really? Yeah. Really? Plot hole.
1: Plot hole. Not long ago, a young woman your age. I don't know who she's talking to. Is it my age, your age? I don't remember who's the audience. I mean, is.
0: You know, we're college kind age. Of I almost think. the same age. So, oh yeah, probably college. Yeah. She is at BYU Hawaii. I have a feeling.
1: That's right. Okay. I was, I was like, who is she talking to right
0: now? Okay, so, to? She just like picks somebody randomly out. It's like you. You're Yo. the right age. Come here.
1: Come forth. <laughs> Prophet, like see around corners. Come here. <laughs> Uh, not long ago, a young woman your age told me that she was upset by something an apostle had said. Sherry, some of my friends think prophets make mistakes. Oh, I don't know what to believe. Do you think prophets are infallible?
0: It depends on if he's wearing his prophet hat or his just a man hat. You have to, like, look at his head.
1: She's like, just, just, just a second, let me get my like, lipstick off their shoes for a minute. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, well, let
0: me hear what you're saying first, and then I'll tell you whether they were a prophet or a man, depending on what the current political atmosphere around what the church is saying is.
1: Some of you may have the same question. If infallible means perfect, then no, I don't think prophets are perfect. Only one perfect being walked this earth and he was a god. Prophets are mortal and are being tested just as we are. Being ordained as special witnesses of Jesus Christ gives them unique spiritual privileges, but it does not magically absolve them of human weakness. Yet they have the second anointing.
2: Huh, yeah. Why would they
1: need the second anointing? Further, I've never heard a prophet claim perfection. Have you? Can you think of any scriptural prophet who did, didn't demonstrate some weakness? or own I Oh, even?
0: I'm sure that there has been a prophet. I'm thinking probably Brigham Young, but again, no receipts. Probably said something about how prophets are perfect and should be listened to at every turn. So, yeah. I, don't, I don't know where he would have said that, but I just feel like he's the kind of person that would be like, don't question the prophet, we're perfect.
1: Yeah, and then yeah, married a 14 weaknesses. year old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Moroni, who also did not exist, even acknowledged imperfections in the Book of Mormon. So Joseph Smith acknowledged imperfections. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> brothers and sisters, the, <laughs> sorry. What? Sorry. I'm just
0: like, Evergrande <laughs> <Aragorn> took. Yeah. <like.
1: laughs>
0: You throw yourself in next time. Anyway, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just like thinking of things Gandalf would say and like how I should live my life according to Gandalf. Gandalf and him pointing out the imperfections of hobbits. It's fine.
1: Brothers and sisters, the First Presidency and Quorum of the Twelve Apostles acting unitedly will never send the church in the wrong direction. And here's why. Because even the prophet is not the head of this church. Jesus Christ is, and he is perfect. Prophets taking their instructions from him who knows all, sees all, and understands all things. More than once I've heard President Nelson deflect praise for the adjustments that have occurred during his administration. Well, I can take instructions, he always says, meaning he is always on the Lord's errand. In this church, uh, we are never dependent solely upon mortal men, as inspired as they may be. When we follow the prophet, we are actually following and placing our trust in Jesus Christ. For he has promised that his words will be fulfilled. Therefore, the question of fallibility leads us down a side road. Oh, are we going down a dirt road that misses the point of who prophets really are? May I pose four different questions that seem more relevant, followed by five important truths? You know how these general authority people love their lists, so here we go. First question Who exactly are prophets, seers, and revelators?
0: Guys at the head of the corporation, usually involved in nepotism, but.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, I just found out that Melvin. Masturbating Melvin is a descendant of Hiram Smith. Yep. I think I always knew that, but I just, like he put it in a tweet and I was like, wait, what?
0: They're all they're it's the families are all interconnected. Like yep. I remember like boys growing up being like, I'm gonna be a general authority and I'd be like, But you're not from Utah, so probably not. Yeah.
1: Have fun with that. So the answer is they are adorn- adorned ordained apostles who are special witnesses in the name of Jesus Christ in the world. They hold all restored priesthood keys that the Lord allows to be exercised on this earth, which means they authorize how, where, and by whom the Lord's power may be used. They have spiritual privileges distinct from anyone else on earth. The senior apostle is the only person alive who can speak the Lord for the Lord in everything. But even he does not act alone. He has two counselors and twelve apostles to assist him, each ordained as a prophet, seer, and revelator. So when you're told constantly over and over that you're perfect and you're, you're, you have, you're this chosen person and that you're like this, and you go to these conferences and they're listening, they come specifically for you. And, Mm -hmm. uh, president Nelson has been in the general authorities since like the seventies. Something like that. So yeah. Like, okay. You're, yeah. You're going to think very highly of yourself. There's no way. Like I was in a fucking parade for like, an hour and people were cheering for me and i had the biggest head after that i was like yes people love me yes i'm throwing <laughs> shitty candy to kids but like and that's really why they're cheering but like i <laughs> felt amazing after that yeah. it was such oh, a yeah. go boost and i was thinking about like celebrities and like how they this is why they do it they go mm-hmm. they feel so hot and like that's the exact same thing these prophets these general authorities get this messaging all over and over of like yeah you're Oh they're here to hear my words, my wisdom. Yeah, and I can say that it's, you know, coming from God, whatever. But I can say whatever the fuck I want it's still going to like <laughs> they're going to eat it up because
0: Yeah, uh, that's I, I a say, lot of fun. power. That's however many millions of members I say they have. He yeah. could tell he can tell every single one of them to skip a meal this coming up Sunday and they will do it. Yeah. That's got to be a fucking head trip. Like, Oof. I can't. I can't even tell my kids to eat their supper. So. Yeah.
1: So what you gotta do is just tell them, hey kids, I'm a prophet. <laughs> just so you know. God
0: spoke to me god and said you need to, to eat. And then my six year old be, which god? Which god oh. do we believe in? And I, I, I all, <laughs> all of them. I was visited all night. Okay. All. All the <laughs> deities spoke to me. The fake ones. <laughs> and <to> said, <laughs> eat your food.
1: Also, okay, so something that's always bugged me is, okay, so they're like, we took the organization of the ancient church, Jesus's church, mm-hmm. and we've made it ours. Right. And I get it. You got the quorum of the 12. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Sure. Where the fuck are these counselors? So you really have 15 people that mm-hmm. are actually, it doesn't make sense. Did the ma- Jesus That
0: math doesn't have counselors? math. No. no. Doesn't- He's had his 12 disciples, right? Yeah.
1: Like, why does the prophet
0: need counselors? Um, because they're not perfect, because they're not Jesus. I bet is what the church would say. Probably. So they need more. Yeah. Um.
1: Because he three sets of eyes
0: are better than one.
1: Oh yeah, in the mouth of three or three witnesses, and blah, blah blah blah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, we just answered our own question. Look at us. Yeah, did. Oh. Look at all that religious trauma coming into play. Yeah. You know uh,
1: second question, is there anyone you trust to give you more inspired advice, unaffected by personal agenda, than the First Presidency and Quorum of the Twelve Apostles? Hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. My
0: therapist, for yeah. one. Uh, Dusty?
1: <laughs> Me?
0: Yeah, I I'll care. always give you straight <laughs> advice. <laughs> it may be really brutal and make you feel bad, but... <laughs> Always. Can you think
1: of any journalist, talk show host, celebrity athlete, or politician you trust more than a prophet? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Beyonce, uh, Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> not, T- uh, <laughs> uh,
0: no, not Jared Leto. Jared Leto. No, no, he's very <laughs> problematic.
1: So so, you know, um, he
0: runs his own cult. I know. I would join. I feel like I would join. <laughs> I mean, I've already been in
1: one You're country. already susceptible to him. So, you know, i You might as well have a hot profit thing leader. you know. Yeah. The Mormons, they got Russell M. Nelson. Men. Dusty Men. old, like, yeah. not to say dusty, but, you know, <laughs> funky old, how do I That's say
0: it? <laughs> I mean, uh, I didn't even enter the contest to win a FaceTime with him because I'm terrified of actually having to be face to face with him, so it's fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How about any entrepreneur, billionaire, or scholar? Yes. Yeah. I could think of, well, billionaires, Elon Musk, no. Any YouTube. Like. Uh, Any YouTube celeb, or. She said celeb, not celebrity. Oh, she's so she's real. She's
0: hip. She's so hip. hip.
1: I'm so hip. I talk like that's the so cats. I what
0: did what did the kids say? I last last term I was even like up on was like fleek, and <laughs> I know that's been dead for a while. So. Oh,
1: that's been a while. Oh, wow. Oh, I thought yeah. I was bad. Well, I, you I, have
0: like, a younger sister, do, so you're like I have do. more and access she, to it. And she
1: rolls my her eyes at me when she's when I say stuff, and I'm like, <laughs> it's <laughs> kind of fun to me because I'm like, oh, for real, for real, cap, cap, no cap.
0: What? Yeah. Okay. Are you? Yeah. Are you? Are you buffering?
1: Jake, I think you're frozen. I think you're frozen.
0: Jake, Jake, Uh, you're buffering again
1: (laughs) Any YouTube celeb or star of stage, screen or Netflix Yes
0: Yeah, I I would listen to What's her name that does Fundy Fridays? Jen? Jen with Fundy Fundy Fridays Speaking of, this is totally off topic Oh no (laughs) In the documentary, Happy Shiny People Oh really? It's like a talking head I was like, what? Jen! Jen! (laughs) Uh,
1: But Sherry do you can't
0: Oh no, no. Each of to
1: these it. wants something from us, our vote, money or support. They all have personal agendas. You don't think the prophets are... The
0: Prophet wants your money and support? No, Hello, tithing.
1: Prophets of God do not. Their agenda is the Lord's, and yet off, too often we listen to them last. Oh. My dear friends, ugh, to whom do you listen? Where does the living prophet rank in the list of those you turn for, to for advice? How many oh, blind oh, guides? Wait, oh, on the bottom. Myopic vision of life is no better than yours. Are you following me on podcasts? <laughs> <That's us>. Sherry! <laughs> Hi,
2: <girl! laughs> Hey, Bestie. Thanks shut up!
1: <laughs> Don't let blind guides obscure your vision of seers who see around corners. <laughs>
0: I got a ladle. We can check. We can check around the corner A
1: third question Do you know 15 smarter men?
0: <laughs> I, that's you... a loaded question <laughs> yeah. because yeah. why are men is always my question yeah. but anyway
1: do you know 15 smarter men who care about you more and more and have purer motives uh, I don't think they're very pure they feel like very disgusting old men so
0: I feel like my father-in-law loves me and has like good intentions for me so I would definitely trust him so that's one <laughs> Okay, so I got—I mean, my husband. But I don't know if he's smart. Or no. <laughs> the jury's still out on that. <laughs> I mean, he—he he married me, so like yeah. that's in the yeah, win column. The yes. But also, he married yeah. me. <laughs> like, <laughs> you gotta question the intelligence of that choice.
1: Her answer is: Have you ever asked yourself what's in all of this for apostles?
0: Private debts not money a or living popularity. expense a paid she for says, She says it's
1: not money or popularity, but I I I fucking disagree, Sherry. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: If, if it wasn't for the money, they would pay for their own living expenses. They wouldn't live off the church stipend of a hundred and twenty whatever thousand dollars a year. Their housing's paid for, their vehicles, their travel's all paid for, like, yeah.
1: yeah, and plus they're probably getting, like, really good pensions from their jobs, whatever. Oh, yeah,
0: because most yeah. of them, like, own their own companies and have, like, pr- like stock portfolios. Like, yeah. they're not hurting. They're not living uh, in, like, you know.
1: Oh, but they would, re- they would argue that, well, it's because they don't need money that they're not in it for the money. But, um, wait, so that doesn't make sense because they're getting the money the church is paying them. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. uh, well
1: beyond retirement age, yeah, a lot. Beyond retirement age They board planes and fly around the world for one reason They have none other object Save it be the everlasting welfare of our souls
0: They board board A private flight With bodyguards and like Probably like a personal chef And they like get like physical therapists And massages I'm sure It's not that I'm I'm, like yeah okay maybe sitting in a plane Isn't the most comfortable thing But like it's not like they're sitting in Coach with us peasants No and listening to a baby cry.
1: Like little anecdotes, you know, where they're like, i was sitting next to this lady. That's how you know it's not true. That's how you know it's not true. <laughs> Have you
0: ever seen them not surrounded by, like, security and stuff?
1: Like, I'm sorry, if you're flying out of Utah, everybody knows who you are, bitch. Like, (laughs) uh, I'll never forget hearing the wife of an apostle admit that some passages of scripture were hard for her to read. I see what happens to prophets, she said, and when my husband gets shredded on social media for preaching truth, it feels like stone. This is that (laughs) persecution complex that fucking woman had the oh that flag of the oh yeah yeah on her lawn everyone then,
0: keeps attacking me uh, then stop reposting your photo <laughs> like, yeah. and then and
1: posting and then her little captions were always wrong i was just like um that's not what that means bitch yeah and then also like she when she was like we'd point out like anytime we were like uh how are you being persecuted white woman in utah like right white Mormon.
0: And in like Utah. Murray Utah too like
1: home schools yeah oh. I was like and then um how are you being persecuted and she's like oh well I got these like she so, shares the same screenshots of four screenshots of
0: four people four, four okay. people
1: that have like said rude things to her I'm like sorry you you know whatever but also yeah <laughs> try living in the skin of somebody that actually gets persecuted every day like a black person or you know like that has to watch the room Monitor mm-hmm. the room to see if it's safe to be there.
0: Yeah. yeah. To so make sure that there's an exit available. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Like I got it pretty easy as a white woman in Canada. Like yeah. I couldn't. I could never put myself in the body of like an indigenous person. Yeah. You know living through these times of. Ugh, yeah. Just, and there's yeah. no way
1: for us to actually fully understand it. But it's yep. also just like um, we can at least try. We need need
0: to be the ones that make sure that it's a safe space for them. Yeah, that's our job is to make sure they don't have to check the room.
1: Uh, She says, Apostles are under divine mandate to teach truth, even when truth is unpopular. They are pressured to change the Lord's doctrine to make it more palatable, but the doctrine doesn't belong to them and it's not theirs to change. They're accused of being out of touch, but I know of no group who is more in touch with the realities and complexities of life. Yet it wasn't until 2014 that smartphones were even like on his ra- on President Nelson's radar. Like, yeah
0: and also I mean, they change the, things all the time. They do. I remember we were supposed to get our own planets and now we don't like come on, still pissed off about that. They took away my planet. <laughs> I was gonna have no tarantulas on my planet. I was oh. very excited about that. No
1: tarantulas.
0: Now my, now my dreams are crushed.
1: I know. <laughs> my ideal planet would have no mosquitoes.
0: Oh, no mosquitoes. Yeah, that's a good.
1: And then like a perfect fun. like weather for everybody. Like 70, 70, 75, 80. I don't know what that is, round. but sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. What is the.
0: <laughs> I'm so
1: dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like, that
0: sounds, is that like room temperature? I don't know. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's uh, 23.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah like I could do that. 23 ish. You're around. Yeah. No, in the mountains, so you can go to the snow. <laughs>
0: oh, clever. And
1: it's never, you don't know, have to shovel it. My plan would be bad.
0: Like, like, it just magically gay. falls only on the <laughs> yards, not on the streets.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, um, there would be no, like,
0: <laughs>
1: there would be a men and women. Women and women, men and men, trans and trans, you know, you do whatever the fuck you want with your gender. Anyway, you
0: just, <laughs> you just yeah, how about everybody just lives their lives and we don't make a, it a politicized
1: thing? Yeah. I'm so sick of it. Fourth question Are there any other leaders of whom the Holy Ghost? unfailingly bears witness so that you feel your warm and fessies about out oh. but um, we've already
0: talked about the holy ghost is just like your own confirmation bias you just feel yeah. good because you've been told your whole life this is what you're supposed to feel good about and like people who are not in the mormon church can still feel like god's love or whatever you want to call it
1: uh she says i have been in the presence of prophets hundreds of times including the presence of the church around the world i was in manila's ironita coliseum in may 1996 she's like giving her like hashtag irons, yeah. Humble
0: brag. yeah I'm all over the world with a
1: prophet <laughs> guys, i'm basically I, an instagram influencer
0: guys like i'm besties with like the prophet so like <laughs>
1: I'm
0: very important
1: but she, t- yeah, she talks about traveling around with the prophets everywhere, and she's, and the spirit testifies of the reality of the prophet every time. Tears flow, even those not of our faith can feel it. I was outside the government palace in Lima when President Nelson arrived to meet with Peru's president. As President Nelson stepped out of the car, a tour guide standing nearby noticed him. Who is that man? The guide asked us. Before we could respond, she called out to President Nelson, "Will you please bless Peru?" This didn't happen.
0: This did President
1: not happen. Could have been any dignitary. How did she know that he could actually bless Peru? She felt something.
0: So I have family in Peru. This didn't happen. First of all, there's no way this happened. Um, but also, there's like a heavy military presence around like Lima, especially. I'm guessing I know when this time was. There was like a lot of like rioting and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it would have been very well known. Anybody around at that time would have known exactly what was going on and who was coming. So, yeah. but yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, this really sure, sure. happened.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure, Just drink your juice, Sherry. It's yeah, fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The
1: Holy Ghost is eager to bear witness to prophets, seers, and revelators and the of keys that hold. It is the presence of the keys we feel so profoundly when a prophet enters the room. But you don't have to be in the presence of a prophet to gain a spiritual witness of his divine mantle.
0: You, But somebody of importance walks into a room and there's a shift in energy, regardless of what oh, yeah. their import isn't in, in. Like, the, the CEO of a company walks in and there's a shift in energy because they have that power. That's just yeah. how, like, of course, the prophet's going to walk into a room and people are going to feel differently because there's going to be a hush over the crowd. And there's going to be, like, it's it's...
1: Well, it's like um, when I was in the military, whenever the CEO walked in, it was like you stand, stand at attention. And mm-hmm. just like, what, like everybody has to stand up when the prophet comes in. So yeah. there's obviously... I a, would
0: walk into a yoga studio to teach a class and the hush came over the crowd because I was the instructor. Like, yeah. it's, it's... It's it's not even... I'm not that important, but I'm just... Liberty,
1: but you're, yeah. Yeah. It's... Yeah. It's a, it's a so- social thing like it's yeah, a thing yeah. of it's like... just a
0: human thing yeah we yeah. look to these people who we have like a reverence for or um are a respect for because they're in charge of something yeah like i'm just joe blow off the street but i walk into a yoga class to teach a yoga class i'm the instructor i owe that respect of like okay let's listen to what the mm-hmm. class is gonna run like or whatever right
1: well and on the other hand too you got uh, celebrities to get on stage and they get cheered like
0: mm-hmm.
1: massive amounts of cheering when, as soon as they walk on stage so when
0: you walk down a parade route you get cheered your...
1: yeah. <laughs> so there was a moment I don't know so there was a moment where I was behind, far behind my float and then the float behind me was way behind and I was like it was basically my parade and I was like yes bitch <laughs>
2: They're like, and Yay, they random dude.
1: Woo! <laughs> I know. They were cheering for me. And I just started throwing candy. Like it was like a like it was my parade all of a sudden. I loved it. It was amazing.
0: Um, we just had the Stampede Parade. When this comes out, it'll have been a w- long time ago, but it was on Friday and now Sunday and I love they always like ask the crowd like what's your favorite part and it's always like the cowboys the horses and like every single kid's like the sweepers because they take (laughs) the street sweepers and they put like funny heads on them to like clean up after the horses (laughs) and like there'll be like dudes with like shovels like scooping it up and stuff and everybody's like yeah yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah we don't want to drive over horse poop for the next week
2: <laughs>
0: but it's so cute because the kids are always like the <laughs> Aww. and even like the like um like the news crew does like a coverage of the parade and even one of him he's like i love the sweepers yeah <laughs>
1: See, so President cute. Nelson, even shit sweepers get yeah, cheered. Yeah, so they clean up our
0: city so that we don't smell <laughs> manure for the rest of the weekend.
1: So um, she gives five truths um, for about prophets. Truth number one, because this is the Lord's church and Jesus Christ is the one who chooses his prophets, the Savior will never let the prophet lead the church astray, period. <laughs> That's on period. So, sorry, no. No, sorry, Wait, no. so the... The prophet was to never lead the church astray when, you know, polygamy and like blacks in yeah. the priesthood and, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. That was.
0: But they uh, always come back and say, well, like, we were waiting for God's time to reveal uh, new information. Like,
1: why okay. just got. Really, when you think about that, it's not like God doesn't live in. Then they also say, like, oh, God doesn't have a time. And then time is different in. Yeah. In, in, uh, Time doesn't mean anything to him. So yeah. why does why do we have to wait for his time? Really, what you're saying is you're implying mortal time to hit to God, which doesn't yeah. make sense.
0: Yeah. Like I've had a discussion with a family member about like blacks in the priesthood and them saying like it was a very dangerous time to be a black person and the church was protecting them because they wanted to make sure that like they weren't more like more attacked for having the priesthood when people didn't like I was like, that makes no sense. That makes no, no sense. Like no. You were, like, one of the last to integrate. What would
1: be the harm of being the church that says, hey, we're going to put you in positions of power because we see you as a son of God?
0: Yeah, and this family member was like, no, that would have made them more susceptible to attacks and racism. And I was like, what?
1: No, give them a fucking safe place. Yeah. I was like, fuck?
0: that's not how that works. (laughs)
1: All right. Truth number two, the living prophet is the most important prophet for us. God did not tell Joseph Smith how to lead the Church, Lord's Church across the plains. He told Brigham Young because that is when that information was needed.
0: Oh so, yeah, because it was becoming illegal to have polygamy in the state, so they had to go move to a territory. <laughs> yeah. Interesting, Weird. interesting.
1: So what has the Lord told President Russell M. Nelson to counsel us to do today? To increase our capacity to receive revelations, spend more time in the temple, and become a major force in gathering Israel. Ugh. I hear that phrase something to when my friend was doing her like she's a nevermo she was doing like research she was just like Reading all this stuff about she uh, fell
0: down the rabbit hole of Mormons.
1: Yeah, and she's like, so fascinating." Holland. She's like, "I don't <laughs> understand." Yeah, I, she's like, "I don't understand this whole gathering of Israel." Like, what? Yeah, you guys are they're taking it way out of context. And I was like, "You know, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah That's what like, they do with everything."
0: They take a lot of it out of context. Yeah. yeah.
1: I know of nothing you can do right now that will pay greater dividends in your life than embracing and following President Nelson's counsel. Truth number three, prophets hold priesthood keys that set them apart from any other leaders on earth. That is why living prophets are more important than any other prophets. Whatever the cost, do not separate yourself from those who hold all priesthood keys. That always goes goes back to those keys.
0: I thank admit- you.
1: I'll admit that it's not always easy to hear what Prophet has to say. While serving the Relief Society General Presidency, I attended a General Authority training session held prior to General Conference. During that meeting, the Apostle conducting the training did something unusual. Whenever someone uses the word "use" the word "man" or "woman," he corrected them and told them to use the words "mother" or "father" instead, uh, Ew. which seems disgusting. Because like, what if they're not a mother or a father? Yeah. Like, well, anyway, At first I didn't think much about it But as the meeting wore on and he repeatedly emphasized That women were mothers and men were fathers I became painfully aware That I was the only non-parent in the room
0: I was going to say sherry D doesn't have any children
1: By the end of the morning I felt condemned When the training ended I bolted out of the room So no one could see my tears It's so hurtful like, It I is just,
0: hurtful I, It's absolutely hurtful
1: she says, "At first, I was just heard, Then I began to see. That how could an apostle dis- disenfranchise an entire segment of members? I stewed about this for months until I began to work on my upcoming talk for the General-, General Relief Society meeting. I pleaded for inspiration, but I got nothing. I had no ideas. Finally, I received a clear impression that I should speak about motherhood. You've got to be kidding! I thought. But the impression was clear, so I began to search the scriptures and teachings of the prophets. I went to the temple again and again and pleaded for understanding. And guess what I learned?" That the apostle who had offended me was right. His approach was insensitive, but he had taught an eternal truth that every woman has a d- divine endowment as a mother. That truth led me to prepare an address entitled "Are We Not All Mothers," which is still quoted every Mother's Day because it is still fill- is filled with truth. Truth I had to humble myself to learn.
0: Which... I actually feel really bad for her because she was traumatized, and then she was forced to use that trauma to create this really like insightful talk to help other women who have been traumatized feel like their trauma has built this is what i always like trauma does not make us stronger like trauma still needs to be like dealt with and worked through and i hate that for her that's really unfair
1: and that's a very um a good example of how women are treated in the church is that Mm -hmm. like oh well your feelings don't matter
0: Mm -hmm. like you shouldn't have you just have to, and then she had to. And the whole don't take offense where offense wasn't meant. Yeah. Culture of the church is like, but like, we can still be humans and we can still like be empathetic to the fact that like other humans are hurt by things that we say.
1: Yeah. Uh, And like, her conditioning like you were saying her conditioning has made it so that she's taken that trauma and been like oh well i can make something good out of this but it's not she's saying that she did it under duress basically like she had this idea that she just kind of was like well i feel like i should talk about this and
0: and she's uh, perpetuating the trauma onto other women who don't have children or can't have children or have chosen not to have children and yeah Turning it into this, like, well, it's this beautiful thing because we can all have this divine – I hate it.
1: Well, and then I just – I I have sympathy for her, but at the same – like, because She's she part is, of the problem. She's, yeah. She is part of the problem. Yeah. Because later – like, right now, she says, learn from my experience. Don't make yeah. life harder by being stupid. So she's saying, uh, yeah. don't – like – I was don't being stupid. don't be
0: hurt. Don't be don't have your feelings. Turn yeah. your feelings off and just take it as a teaching moment that you're stupid if you feel hurt by what somebody says. That's just down traumatic for your for
1: trauma you. and your yeah. the feelings that you're feeling and yeah. just move on.
0: And this is why I feel like there's such a high rate of like prescription drugs in Utah because these women are not allowed to work through their emotions. They're not allowed to feel their feelings, so they have to yeah. tamp it down. And sometimes that takes pharmaceuticals because those feelings you you can only push them down for so long before it explodes. That's just human nature.
1: Uh, she says, don't be deceived by activists who believe their passion for a cause gives them permission to censor profits. Don't turn your back on those who have all priesthood keys and who can help you see around corners.
0: Yeah, don't listen to anybody who has a different life experience from you and might have something to teach you that could, yeah. like, benefit your life. Yeah, definitely. And also,
1: it's interesting because she comes from, like, definitely old school Mormonism. Mm-hmm. But then um, there is, like, that wave of the of feminism coming within the church, and I think she's trying to address that.
0: Yeah. Uh, she's trying to play both sides of it and make it, like, cohesive rather that's... than pointing out, like, yeah, there are some problematic practices.
1: But it's like Stockholm syndrome to me. Like, mm-hmm. she's just like, I'm going to defend my abuser. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Which I feel like m- a lot of Mormon women do. They mm-hmm. stand up and say, yeah, we don't want any rights and we don't want any voice at the table because we trust these men to speak for us. And they're, mm-hmm. they hold the, pr- the priesthood keys and I can't hold the priesthood keys, so they have to speak for me.
1: Uh, truth number four, profits won't be popular So when the social media mob pounces on them Don't let that threaten their testimony When profit, they're doing this because of TikTok And yeah. uh, like Exmo TikTok, Xmo Twitter all Reddit, stuff
0: is, yeah
1: Reddit is Xmo,
0: Reddit is like my favorite place in the world
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like it because it's not the I don't have to deal with the Desnat people Anyway, but the
2: Yeah
1: <laughs> Uh, truth number five, your greatest spiritual safety will come by following the prophet. My dear friends, there may be times when you find yourself wrestling with teachings from prophets, but this isn't rocket science. I can promise you two things. First, you will question your testimony all your life if you do two things, break your covenants and turn your back on prophets. But the re- reverse is always true. You will enjoy a growing testimony all your life if you keep your covenants follow the prophet.
0: Yeah, if you do exactly what we say, then what it, what we say is going to happen will happen. Like, okay. Yeah.
1: Well, and then she ends it with saying, prophets will make you smarter. So it all comes down to, like, it's just this whole thing We're just really dumb,
0: and we need these men to lead us and guide us to make the right decisions based on their criteria.
1: Yeah, and also don't trust your own instincts and don't trust your own um, what's best for your family. Yeah. You have to listen to the prophet. That's
0: the messaging that I've always felt like the church gives, is that you are not intelligent enough to make your own decisions you have to run it by this council of men or your bishop or your husband or your father you're not smart enough
1: from a man's perspective it's like a like growing up as a boy in the church it's like a little bit of pressure of just like oh yeah well I'm gonna have have to be I have to be like so close to the the spirit yep. and to like, I have to be studying and doing all this stuff, but I also have to be breadwinner, you know, I also have yep. to have a good enough job to do this, you know, yep. and I have to do, I have to grow a family and, um,
0: and at 12 years old, you have more authority than your mother. So you have to be like, that's example. a lot to put on a kid. To, yeah.
1: And you have to like push down your hormones of like, hey, I'm feeling these things and I have to be reverent at church and I have to put on this white shirt and tie and they call it a sacrifice. And if I think, if I complain about it, they call me a terrible child. And, you know, like it's just
0: so much pressure on boys and girls. And it's just, it's not a healthy environment for growing into like a well rounded adult. But somehow so, we,
1: we managed, <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: lots, of, lots of therapy. <laughs> <laughs> lots therapy of therapy and self-help help books <laughs> and becoming friends with people who are, like, quote-unquote normal. <laughs> and <laughs> we're getting there.
1: <laughs> yeah. There was that. That was Sherry Dew's little talk. That was just recently, too. Just I don't know. I don't have it written down when it was. But it was just, like, just in
0: recent, though. Hey?
1: March
0: oh okay. Like Sherry sure so, is still kicking. Hey, jeez.
1: I didn't well, suppose, honestly. So. <laughs> no, I mean, if you're not in the church, you don't. You hear forget. About it,
0: but... Yeah, yeah, exactly. When I was in the church, it was all. But now I'm like, oh, that person's so
1: One of my favorite things to do on Xmo on Twitter is with these uh, Mormons that are like, oh, they just point out stuff. I'm like, oh, you're still here. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's so funny. Well, that was a... On that, I will let listeners to your day and uh, go get you a ladle so you can see around your own fucking corners.
0: <laughs> <laughs> go Google the Calgary Stampede and look
1: at all the hot cowboys. There you go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I this know what I'm doing for my day. <laughs> There's a bunch on. You know, my algorithm's like all oh, the cowboys right now, and I'm like, just because I live here.